I am Grandpa, and I love you. I'm Grandma, and I love you too. Welcome to our podcast, Grandpa and Grandma Bedtime Stories. We share some stories that will make you laugh. We share stories that might make you cry. And we share stories that will give you courage to choose the right. And these bedtime stories will help you to dream sweet dreams. So get on your pajamas and say your prayers. Turn out the light and hear our story tonight. This is a story about debt and how your grandma, Tamara Snell Mulford Hill, and I, Grandpa Edward Jeffrey Hill, made a decision to stay out of debt. Do you know what debt is? Debt is when you don't have the money to buy something, but you buy it anyway by getting a loan from the bank or by using a credit card. When you get a loan or use a credit card and go into debt, then you have to pay the bank or credit card company something every month, plus interest. That means you have to pay back what you borrowed, plus more. You end up paying much more for what you buy than if you had just saved up for it. Going into debt isn't very smart. And it's dumb to pay extra for something, especially if you don't need to. Our church leaders have taught us that we should avoid debt like the plague because it can crush us. However, lots and lots of people go into lots and lots of debt, and lots of people have problems because of it. Before I asked Tammy to marry me, she asked me how much debt I had. I told her I had no debt. I did not have any loans, not even on my house. I asked her the same question, and she responded that she didn't have any debt, not even on her house. We decided that we would never go into debt the rest of our lives. When we got married, we both sold our houses and bought a nice big house on Skyline Drive in Orem. We did not need to get a loan to buy it. When it comes for paying for cars, we always stay out of debt. We never get a loan to buy our car, but we do make a car payment every month. But instead of paying it on a loan, we deposit about $600 a month into a savings account where it can earn a little interest. We call this our car account. When we have enough in the car account, we buy a car and we pay cash for it. We don't need a loan. We don't have to pay interest. A few years ago, we had saved $30,000 in our car account, and it was time for Tammy to pick out our new car. Our Toyota Camry was 12 years old and had 150,000 miles on it. The transmission was likely to go out in a few thousand miles. It was time for a new car. We really liked the Toyota Camry, so we went to the Toyota dealership and went for a test drive. It was really good and fit perfectly in the budget. We thought we would get it. However, the salesman said, why don't you look at the next step up? So we took a ride in the Avalon, and it was great. It was bigger and quieter and had a lot of other nice things. But of course, the Avalon cost more. It was $36,000, more money than we had. But it was fun to do that, so... I made the mistake of asking if there is anything more fancy than the Avalon. The salesperson said, 
not at Toyota, but Lexus is owned by Toyota, and they have some really nice cars. So we went up to the Lexus dealership in Linden, and we're not emotionally prepared for what we found there. As background, I've never been infatuated with cars. I usually see them simply as a way to get from one place to the next. But when I sat behind the wheel of that magnificently divine machine called the Lexus ES350, I felt feelings of desire within me. I had never felt like this about a car. Driving this Lexus was a transcendent experience. I wanted Tammy to want it. Heck, I wanted it. Fortunately, or unfortunately, she fell in love with a car too. And she found this cute red color that she absolutely adored. This was her dream car. She wanted it to be her car. There was just one problem. The price tag was $46,000, $16,000 more than we had in our fund. The salesperson had correctly seen our eyes dilate and knew that we wanted it badly. He asked, how much do you have for a down payment? And we told him we had $30,000. He congratulated us on being so wise to save up most of the cost of the car. Because of this, our payments would be only $250 a month. It was so tempting to get it. We wanted it. We could afford it. We could have it. It would be easy to get a loan that we could easily pay off within a couple of years. Then we could start saving again. What's wrong with that? Fortunately, we always follow another principle. Never make major financial decisions on the spot. Always talk about it, pray about it, sleep on it, and make the decision when you are fresh. So we went home and tried to talk ourselves into getting a loan to buy this wonderful car. We tried to get God to bless our purchase and this brief excursion into debt. But we just couldn't get a good feeling in our prayers until we had decided that we would follow our principles. We decided we would keep saving and hope the transmission didn't go out on our old car. We would save until we could pay cash for this divine car. Ah, sigh. But we were doing the right thing. Soon after this, I told this story to my family finance class at BYU. A young man from Southern California raised his hand. He asked, Dr. Hill, why don't you just buy a used Lexus? It's a better financial deal anyway. I resonated with that comment. I had bought used cars for the first 25 years out of college. I know that you lose a lot of money on a new car the moment you drive it off the lot. It was only in the last 15 years that I had started buying new cars. Right after class, I got on Carfax.com. I was excited. I searched for a red Lexus ES350 for less than $30,000. Within a 1,000 miles of us, there were just two. One was in Scottsdale, Arizona, and the other in Rexburg, Idaho. It was a 2010 Lexus LS350 with 31,000 miles on it, and they were asking $25,000, a couple of thousand below Blue Book. It was only three years old. 
My dad lives in Rexburg, so I called him up and asked him to go to Stone's Motors and take a test drive. Later that afternoon, my dad called me, and he was so excited. He said he had never, ever even been in a car that nice. He said that if I didn't buy it, he would. On that recommendation, I called the dealership and bought the car over the phone with the condition that Tammy would approve the purchase. Then an idea started germinating. I would surprise Tammy with the car. It was our anniversary coming up, so I told her I needed 24 hours to celebrate. She asked what we were going to do. I told her, it's a surprise. Trust me. You have to understand that Grandma Tammy does not like surprises and doesn't rest until she figures them out. A few days later, we packed our bags and headed out. We stopped at the Outback for a nice lunch and headed north on I-15. Tammy said, I know where we're going. We're going to go to the Hilton in Salt Lake where we spent our wedding night. I said, "Uh, well, maybe you'll just have to see. But we drove right past Salt Lake City. Then Tammy said, oh, I know where we are going. We're going to the Brigham City Temple. Tammy and I collect temples and had never been there before. And then we'll stay in Logan, where we both went to school. I said, "Uh, you'll just have to see. And then I pulled off the freeway in Brigham City. And she said, oh, I knew it. But then I got right back on the freeway. Ha, ha. She was very confused. But then when we crossed into Idaho, she said, I know where we're going. We're going to the Hilton Garden Inn. Now, the Hilton Garden Inn is our second favorite hotel in all the world, and it looks out over the river in a reflection of the temple. I said, maybe you'll just have to see. But I was smart. I had anticipated this. And so I had made reservations for a nice suite there. We took the exit and checked in. But I had not figured out how to get us to Rexburg. We sat down in our room and Tammy said to me, you know, your parents are going to find out we came all the way to Idaho Falls and didn't visit them in Rexburg. Why don't we just go right now, visit for an hour, and get it over with? I couldn't believe how lucky I was. I said, are you sure? You know, this time is just for you. We don't have to visit my parents. She said, oh, come on, let's go. As we drove from Idaho Falls to Rexburg, I could scarcely contain myself thinking what was about to happen. I had called the dealership, and they had detailed the car and drove it into the showroom among all the other new cars. My dad had bought Happy Anniversary Tammy balloons and tied them to the car. My dad called me and said the car was beautiful and indistinguishable from the new cars on the showroom floor. As we drove into town and neared the dealership, I said to Tammy, let's just stop here for a minute. She had no idea what we were doing. We walked into the showroom, and when she saw the exact red Lexus that she had wanted, draped in balloons, wishing her happy anniversary, she erupted in a primal scream of joy, Oh, Jeff! Oh, Jeff! 
oh, Jeff, you are the best. But after about 15 seconds, she got very concerned and almost looked angry. I realized she thought it was a new car. Oh, Jeff, you know we can't afford this. How could you do this? We decided to wait. I told her not to worry about it. And about 10 minutes later, as she sat in the car and saw that it had 31,000 miles on it, she was very happy. She said, Jeff, you are the smartest man ever. We were both so happy, and we have loved that car. We still have it. It's now nine years later, and the car's 12 years old, and it still runs like it's new. That's an experience I will always remember. Staying out of debt is a promise that we made. I am so glad that we could keep that promise. It is important to keep promises you make. Also, I encourage you to not go into debt unless you absolutely need to. And so with that, we'll see you next time. We hope you enjoyed tonight's bedtime story. We hope you felt our love for you. And we hope you will have sweet dreams tonight. We love you so much.